0: Hi, and welcome to Does This Make Me Look Old? A podcast about aging as gracefully as possible when you're just not ready. We're two 40-something-year-old friends who find themselves kind of straddling that really odd period of time when aging and everything that it's associated with is starting to become a much bigger part of our lives. We're definitely curious, but at the same time, rather terrified about aging. I'm Shiv. I'm a health science nerd and pop culture fiend. And I'm Sim. An adult in waiting obsessed with finance and self-help books. We're going to be talking about the stereotypes of aging and how they affect us. And we'll also be doing some deeper dives um, into some interesting topics, such as what it's like to get old in the society, dating when you're older, and scientific advancements in anti-aging products, and even evolution and scientific thinking around aging. And throughout it all, we chat, rant, laugh about our adulting mishaps, of which there are so, so, so many. So join us as we navigate our second quarter life crisis. Hi, welcome back to this week's episode of Does This Make Me Look Old? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) That's Sam. So, uh, yeah, so today we wanted to actually touch on something that... I'm just feeling so embarrassed by all of it. Anyway, I'll get into why I feel embarrassed by all of it. Okay. (laughs) So what we want to talk about is essentially the power of language today. Yeah. And you might be wondering, what does that have to do with getting older? Well, turns out it has a lot to do with getting older. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, and the reason, (laughs) Uh, a short synopsis into the reason why I think we're sort of cringing a little bit is because we're recognizing how we might have been contributing to this misuse of power yeah. um, when it comes to this language. Exactly. So basically today we're going to be talking about the language of ageism mm-hmm. and, uh, and how in some small ways we seem to contribute to ageism <laughs> just by the way we speak. So, uh, yeah, so um, I guess how did this come about? How did we, how did we decide to do this topic Oh my gosh! You know, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, was it someone who mentioned it to us about the language? I don't know. I think you know what? I think it was because in researching something else, I think I might have stumbled onto like the AARP site, and I think they decided to do. I think that's what it was. It was like they had a they had a little piece on like how you can sometimes be ageist. When you're speaking, using you know, your language. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, I think then we got was... into discussion about it and we're like, okay, we should talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so then we also came across a couple of uh, research articles about ageism and the language of ageism. So then one of them um, is, uh, so let, hang on, let me, let me pull it up for you guys. So one of them is uh, the language of ageism, why we need to use words carefully. And uh-huh. so it was written uh, in the gerontologist in 2016 by um the first author was tracy l gendron or Jean, bon. i'm not really sure how you say the last name <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh the last author is john t white and uh, the, the another article that we had come across is um and it's it's kind of quite relevant to us today it's called the consequences of ageist language are upon us and it's written by clara barrage and nancy huyman um Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm butchering your names. <laughs> but, um, and then that is all written in commentaries on gerontil- gerontological social work's response to COVID-19. So, um, Yeah. Anyway, so did you want to chat a little bit? So maybe we'll just chat a little bit about one of the articles. It's kind of a, uh, it was a bit of an eye-opening article for me because I was just like, crap. I know. <laughs> I it was really funny because um, as she was reading this, she, <laughs> she would literally stop every 30 seconds to say, oh my God, listen to this piece <laughs> and listen to this line. So um, a full caveat, I didn't end up reading the full article because I was just relying on her to distilling <laughs> the information for me and this is very um reflective of how a lot of this research gets done around here <laughs> in the interest of full transparency and now that we're actually using language uh to you know <laughs> i'm like oh i i it's so anyway uh, i i don't know what it has to do with language but i just felt good. the need to confess <laughs> before we get into this i know i think it's because you just feel like you need to unburden yourself of uh, any any transgression. Yes. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> that's, that's, that's totally it. <laughs> <laughs> right now I feel like I need to unburden my transgressions about all the ageist language I use. Oh my gosh so, though. But but it is shocking. Um, and and you know, as you were speaking and giving me those examples yeah. and, and what we were talking about, um I just realized that even now, like one of the most popular memes is the thing that says okay boomer. Yeah. She realized yeah. that, and I and and right now it's like literally just came to me, and I'm like, oh my god, like that's like a joke, but not a joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it might be a little bit ageist. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. <laughs> and I'm just trying to downplay it because I'm literally so embarrassed by all of this. But like, yeah, and the other thing I was uh, that I realized when we were reading this article was that like some of our previous podcast episodes are like kind of ageist anyway but we'll go into it we'll go into it a little bit um in a little bit more detail in in, in, a, in a few minutes but uh yeah like I feel like I feel like we've just internalized some of this ageism and then when, when you just and the term that we should be using is that it's internalized microaggressions yes my god yeah. I learned I was listening <laughs> just for the record I was listening <laughs> yeah internalized microaggression that's exactly it and so um Yeah, it's no, it is. It is cringeworthy because I just realized, like, I always joke and I'll be like, because I tend to go to bed really early and wake up really early. And so whenever every someone expresses shock or, you know, that I'm up or, you know, (laughs) staying late or, or the fact that I go to bed so early. Yeah, they're like and I'm and my line default line is always oh yeah I'm like a 90 year old man you know and I'm like why did I first like what <laughs> like as you were anyway yeah so many that's just one example yeah. of how I um am an ageist language linguist like I guess what's the right word I how do you know. what do you say like my name, anyway yes yeah basically but you're using Ageist language or an ageist lexicon. How's that? Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag ageist lexicon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, and yeah, I, I, it's funny because like a lot of the things that you say, you think are super innocuous, but then if you look a little, like if you look at it a little bit closer, you're like, oh wait a minute, what am I really saying when I when I say this line right Mm -hmm. so um so i'm I'm going to be talking mainly about this one article from 2016 um which is uh, it's interesting because uh basically what the authors did was they did this it's a it's it's a qualitative study and they basically looked at tweets Mm -hmm. that a lot of health um or students in the healthcare industry basically so it was um Um, here, I want to get this right. So it was basically, um, medical, the the majority of them were first year medical students, but I think there were also nursing students that were involved and, um, I think, let me think maybe pharmacy students as well. Um, yes, it was medical pharmacy and nursing. And so they basically, so they basically created the senior mentoring program, Mm -hmm. um, that was supposed to discuss like, um, the care of older adults, as well as um, uh, gerontology, which is the study of older adults. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, so they, they basically uh, partnered teams of students with an older adult living in the community. And then later on, the um, students were allowed to participate in blogs and like reflect on the learning that they gained from the experience with their mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, and they carried out um, you know, surveys around attitudes about aging and older adults. And so, um, oh, actually, that, that brings me to another thing I need to talk about. But anyway, let's finish the methodology discussion this and then get back to this because this is how I, this is how my brain works. So, anyway. It's the scientist in her. Note that I'm patiently awaiting for her to finish this methodology discussion because it's totally i'm totally not paying attention to this i have to let everyone know exactly what happened so anyway they would also and so then they were also allowed to publicly post their tweets about what they had learned on their own twitter Twitter accounts Mm -hmm. and so um the tweets were supposed to represent the learning that they had gained from um interviews with their mentor Mm -hmm. and uh yeah and so then they wanted to basically like understand whether or not there was any like uh, language-based discrimination that would show, um, instances of ageism in the tweets. And so they looked at, um, like at least 350 tweets. Wow. Yeah. And then they, um, and then they analyzed them into, into and put them into different groups, um, basically, uh, all these different groups that explain types of ageism that you can have, <laughs> which I, wait, there are types of yeah, ageism. Well, wait. there were themes. There were themes. Of I think I missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, it. wait, I don't remember this. <laughs> <laughs> well, so anyway, I'll so I'll go through I'll go through some of the themes that they had. Please. Outlined, as well as the definition. Well, I don't know if you guys want the definitions, but anyway, we'll we'll, we'll chat and then um, we'll put up the links. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> we'll go through examples of tweets. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll find out that. Some of them are ageist and some of them you may actually do <laughs> quite regularly, um, as I found out. Anyway, uh, so the other thing I wanted to talk about was the use of the term elderly. So apparently, um, a lot of people do not take well to the term elderly. I wouldn't. They, yeah, no, it, exactly. Because and then and, and in one of the articles, they did mention this, that elderly, the term elderly sort of connotates sort of a like a, a frailty. frail, yeah, and so, um, and it's and they, and they called it a bit paternalistic in the way that it's used. So now the term that you have to use, I don't know if you have to use it, but it's recommended. Know, it's recommended that you use is older adults, and if you're actually and and, and this was interesting, especially in the COVID nineteen article, was that they, they discussed that. Um, especially in terms of health policy, to not lump people into seniors or the elderly, because some people may not identify with those groups, and then they would miss messages that are actually applicable to them. Right. So, if you really want in the public health realm to talk about, you know, older adults, then you should actually use the you should use the age range. Which actually, given how this whole pandemic vaccine thing is rolling out that actually makes sense yeah. right like if you say you know i don't know mm-hmm. 20 to 30 35 whatever like the different age ranges yeah then people are able to sort of self-identify and say oh i am you know whatever age and the policy that applies for this hour yeah is this yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so even though you know the policy will change next hour yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least you know what to look for <laughs> not bitter not bitter <laughs> not at all, bitter at all. So, yeah so yeah and the other thing that is interesting is that at least with a like with age ranges there's no judgment that's no it's just them. it's just your age, age right yeah. whereas if you you use words like elderly or senior, there's almost like, there's a little bit of a judgment. or Oh, totally. I mean, not always in a negative way, but there is an element of some attribute being attached to it, right? Like whether it's positive or negative, some um, attribute, like, you know, the word senior implies something. Yes, exactly. And it may imply different things for different people, but there is an implication. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I found that interesting So as well. So what are the, the themes, okay. the four themes? Yeah, so one of the themes was assumptions or judgments, mm-hmm. which Ooh. is kind of what we're talking about right now. All right. So it's like generalizations about old, older people. Okay. Some, like, some an example? So an example of that, so one of the tweets was, growing older is seen as a privilege by some adults, although older adults lost the capability of performing their activity Activities of daily living. They still appreciate their independence and try to live their lives to the fullest. I don't understand what that means. I think it's. I think it's just the fact that there's a generalization that older adults will lose their capabilities. No, of daily no, I, yeah. And so I think it's just that.
1: I think Have it's them at the, met the a, queen, and,
0: and I think it's also at the end where it says they're capable of living their lives to their fullest, almost with the implication that that if you get older, you can't. Right. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, have they met the queen? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, granted, none of us have, but, (laughs) but like, seriously. I know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but the thing is, it's like, I can see somebody tweeting this and thinking that it's just like factual, but like, there's a little bit of like judgment. Yeah. Like like, uh, it's, it's, yeah, no, you're right. Like, it's kind of like, well, if you're older, um, implicitly you're a you're like you said you're not living your life to the fullest yeah. but you can't live your life to the fullest yes. too right because I'm, I'm hearing both things yeah. here there's an element of oh you're, you might not be able to even if you want to yeah yeah um so yeah no that is that does sound annoying <laughs> i know and then this one this one was kind of weird it was this one is a really strange tweet but somebody said Older patients don't have many opportunities for touch, so give hugs. What? I know. W- w- <laughs> what? So wait, this person thinks that old people don't have families and loved ones, I, and that they're all alone. Apparently, and the other thing that kind of bothers me about this is just like, um, I really hope you get consent for those hugs because if I was an older person, I don't think I'd want some like random person just giving me a hug. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> I remember, I'm like pub deprived. <laughs> what? You know it's it oh that one drew. Oh that one's stupid. Okay. That one And this was a health professional. I was a health professional. I know I, I feel bad. At least at least this is all anonymous still. <laughs> anyway, okay. So then the other one was so the other theme was seeing older people as different. Uh-huh. And um Yeah, so one of the one so one of the tweets was Treat elderly people as normal people. Mm No different. Which is... Yeah, I mean, that's kind of problematic. Wait, (laughs) treat elderly people as what? Normal people. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry, I I, I just, my mouth just dropped open. This happens a lot during these conversations that we have. Because I feel like every time we did dive into one of these topics, I just learned something that's so utterly ridiculous <laughs> that I don't know how to react. <laughs> no. Yeah, so apparently, el- so some people apparently think that elderly people are not normal. Wow. <laughs> like we're not all going to get old. So, yeah. You know, it, it, it's funny because, so one of my pet peeves was when we, diminished um like for example millennials right mm. and and like you know how sometimes they'll be like oh millennials are so entitled and yeah. like the, the older people and, yeah. and that also got my goat Yay. because I'm like what the hell yeah because right, I'm like yeah. you can't generalize an entire I don't know like 20 years of people yeah. born between a range of 20 years yeah um as something like you know just giving them some certain attributes where you're like, oh, they are all so-and-so, like entitled or rude or whatever, you know? And I'm like, no, we were all like that at a specific age. We just are no longer at that age group. So we don't react that way. Yeah, But, you know. And we don't remember that that's what we were like. Right? (laughs) I I mean, the tools might be different. The technology might be different. But I feel like the emotions and the desires are all motivated by the same things, right? Like you're looking for stuff. And so this, though, is... Like twice as bad. <laughs> it's kind of infuriating, actually. It's like, like normal people, uh, <laughs> really? I know. I know. Yeah, so that that was one. And then, um yeah, so this one. Is I'm also hungry, so I probably might be a little bit more angry. Like <laughs> <laughs> so it might have gotten to me because I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I just realized I sounded way angrier. I mean, I am very angry at this. But, but it yeah. might not sound proportional to, to my normal self. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm always angry, so this is just like me and my normal day. So, yeah. So, this one is interesting because. Like I think that the person realized, like, came to a realization. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, so this is the tweet. So it said that. Um, so they had said something at the beginning, but then it said, "Made me realize the importance of treating the elderly with the same attitude and approach as treating younger patients." Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah. So like, I mean, the, so they I mean, make, the like, sentiment like, is nice. The sentiment is nice. Yeah. yeah. So basically, like, I think that they do realize that they had this, you know attitude about older older patients and that is now being revised yeah, yeah. exactly yeah but, but it still highlights the fact that there are these kind of assumptions that are made about mm-hmm. you know like older older adults so um yeah so then the other thing and this is something that oh, like this hurt me because i was just like crap i do this all the time <laughs> so okay so the other theme is uncharacteristic characteristics What does that mean? Okay, so this one I will define because I was just like, what? What Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, so it's the definition is characterizes certain behaviors that are unusual or outside the norm for an older person. Okay, yeah. Okay. So basically, if you're behaving different than what you're expecting. Or you're recognizing that somebody behaves differently from the So because it's so weird that an older person can do this type thing oh yeah so okay okay so so, so these are some of the the tips and i do this oh my god what what (laughs) what this tweet really hit home for me was i was like shit i do this all the time okay so this tweet is I wish when I grow old, I can still be as fashionable and full of life as my mentor. <gasps> I did hear you say something like I that. Say, I do this all the time. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm always, because I always see, you know, like women who are older than me. But, 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 but know, in general, oh, like Hi. yes, exactly. <laughs> but I was going to say, but in general, it's it's usually set in admiration of someone yes. who you think is very fashionable. Yes. And who is... Um, but you know, I okay. Not that I'm trying to defend you because you're my friend, right? <laughs> um, but don't you think that sometimes it's because I feel like sometimes um, there's almost an expectation that if you get older, you shouldn't be keeping up with fashion or trends. Well, I think that's the, that's the assumption, right? Right. That's the internalized ageism that you have, which is that if like, oh, I'm old, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Huh. So I think that's what they're saying, is that when you say something like, oh, I want to, I want to, when I grow up, like, I want to be, like, this woman, like, I want to be Jane Fonda, then, like... I do want to like Jane Fonda. <laughs> I really do. She's so pretty. But anyway, no, no. But yes, go ahead. Yeah, like, I need to unlearn some stuff. Here. I know. And then this is what I'm, like, this is what I'm learning. is like, crap, I need to unlearn some of these dangerous attitudes, which is that, like, that you assume that a woman in that age would not not want to like that and like yeah (gasps) oh yeah light bulb moment (laughs) i was literally feeding into it uh right now in my defense i was defending her (laughs) thank you (laughs) i I was being a good friend but you are right (laughs) yeah oh that's true though yeah oh good lord yeah and i feel like and i honestly feel that our age our podcast on like a number of and I I, i bet you there will be or other episodes oh, where sure. we say something and then later we realize that oh my gosh we're actually so giving into the stereotypes that, like, i mean my like my birthday week i won't lie <laughs> i was having a rough time <laughs> many a junk food may have been consumed <laughs> I, I get that i do get that <laughs> it's kind of like well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I think that that's, I think that this is this is what I find interesting is that this article's really bringing out sort of like the internalized like these internalized judgments and opinions that we have mm-hmm. about like older adults, right? You know, it's funny because like even positive stuff, right? Like yeah. like when we say like how I've heard that a number of times, like so my mom for the longest time looked like my older sister. yeah. And I'm saying this because that's what literally people would be like, yeah. oh my God, that's your mom? Like, she looks like, are you sure? You're not sisters. And they actually meant it because, <laughs> you know... <laughs> God damn it! I'm Twenty years old. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and they would think. And I'm, I used to be offended because I'm like, so what are you saying that I look as old as my mom? My mom laughed it up, but you know, <laughs> but but I think like, how often do we say it? And we mean that as a positive thing, where it's like, oh my gosh, you don't look like your age at all. Yeah. So I'm going to get to that because that's actually one. Oh, it's coming, what's coming yeah, oh okay. yeah, it's coming wow, up. Coming up. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah so i really wasn't paying attention when you read this out <laughs> did you because i feel like you must have covered it when you were telling me about this <laughs> well, i don't know that i completely read out everything okay true like, true yeah, true. yeah. 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 So then, let's um, just say that so then one of the other uh, one of the other um tweets that came up for uncharacteristic characteristics was 94 years old and still sharp as a tack and so like yeah huh Gosh, that's like equivalent of, oh my gosh, you look fabulous for a 60-year-old. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. So, um, okay, so then one, so this is, so yeah, so this, the next, the next theme that comes up is, kind of goes to like your entire discussion about your mom and like the ages between the two of you, but okay, so one of the themes was old as a negative and young as a positive. Mm -hmm. So old as a negative... So some of the tweets were my mentor, a 71-year-old grandma, proves that age is just a number. (gasps) Oh, my God. (laughs) I know. So then um, and then, yeah. So basically, it's just like when you. It is just a number. But (laughs) and I'm saying this because I use that as a hashtag. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or else something like. Uh, just had an intriguing combo with a new friend who happens to be 80 years young. And so just the fact that you're using the word, like you can't use the word old because it yeah. has negative connotations, like that's an issue. Yeah, and so I'm working through that one too. <laughs> but see, like, that kind of goes to like your entire conversation with your, your mother and, you know. Like, yeah, because it was like um, awkward in both ways, right? Because I was reacting like, what? Why do, why do you think I look older? Right. And I was reacting to that. So giving into that stereotype that looking older is not a good thing. And then my mom was lapping it up, like in the sense, like, oh my gosh, I look younger than I am. Right. And, uh, young is good. And so, yeah. Yeah. Thereby perpetuating that whole thing. <laughs> oh. This is painful. I this know, is a painful conversation. <laughs> well, I and mean, the other thing that I came across, and I think I tweeted it, uh, not tweeted, I don't tweet. Um six six one? so I think I, I forwarded I think I texted this to you, but like there is there is some data out there that says that internalized ageism can begin as young as four years of age, which is crazy to me that is crazy yeah but like if can you imagine like if you've already internalized ageist attitudes at that young an age like how it just must be so So elaborate that article because I'm trying to remember because I I don't remember yeah so it's like a really interesting article it was a bunch of um uh it was a study done on a bunch so okay so caveat this was done in Europe (laughs) it was so cultural implications might be different yeah exactly got it yeah so um but it was an interesting article where they, uh, so actually, let me quote, <laughs> let's give credit where credit is due. So the article is in Frontiers in Psychology, mm-hmm. and it's uh, titled Old Age-Related Stereotypes of Preschool Children. Um, the first author is Allison Flamio, and the last author is Stefan Adam. And uh, yeah, so it was, uh, let me see, when did they publish this? Oh, actually, it was published in 2020. So it's like... Hot off the presses. Um. <laughs> Considering 2020 was a wash. <laughs> yes, it's one <laughs> long year or so. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, but they did a really interesting study in which they looked at um, the attitudes that a group of preschoolers had. Mm-hmm. So preschooler kind of being a little bit vague because like, they, they interviewed a group of kids from the ages of three to six. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. some of them were in preschool. Some of them probably already were right. Like, uh, already had started school. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So they uh, talked to them about their thoughts on older adults. Mm-hmm. So one of the one of the questions that they asked them was, you know, kind of give give me the first five words that you can think of when I tell I I tell you that a three year old was able to answer that question. Yeah, yeah. Not all of, them. I of all of them, but like, but a significant portion of them actually gave at least one word. Wow, so they said up to five words. So, like most of them, gave at least one word. So yeah, wow. I think I just realized that I just imagine, like, I don't know, like how extensive vocabulary three year olds have. Mm-hmm. Like that's interesting. Yeah, that was my stereotyping. Do be speak? You're just using ageism in the other direction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, what? Do, do they know how to speak? Do they know? Can they count up to five? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I I I have a three-year-old um, uh, nephew, I guess, yeah. <laughs> and he's just the cutest. So I know he's super smart. So <laughs> I know he can count. <laughs> he can count up to five. He can give me five words. Oh, um, totally. <laughs> so yeah, so they basically asked uh, this group of um, children what their uh, the first things that they thought about when somebody was, um, old talking about like an older person. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. So, so what, but they also asked the same question to their parents to see if there was any like similarities and differences. Mm -hmm. And, um, so they found out that the majority of, so it kind of split like a third, a third, a third among the kids. So like a third of the responses were positive, Mm -hmm. like a third of them were negative. A third of them are neutral. Um, but among parents, it's it the majority of them were positive. So I think about forty percent of the words were positive when they thought about older people, forty-two percent were negative. Is it because they're thinking of like someone in their family, like grandparents or yes, parents? I think that's what it was. And mm. so then they basically said that a lot of the like a lot of the positive feelings around um old age mm-hmm. were among children who thought of their grandparents. Oh. Yeah. When um, they when they were thinking of an older person side question yeah I I, and I don't know if they asked this question so maybe you you can tell me did they ask like what age they thought was old because I don't know if you remember because but do you remember like there was when you were younger yeah like I don't know like I used to think like 21 sounded old when I was a kid and then 30 sounded like holy crap like so old so like did they ask how old yeah they didn't but Some of the negative words that were coming up were things like disability, not being able to walk well, wheelchair. So, like, I have a feeling they were thinking of, you know, probably people in, you know, like their, like, you know, 70s and up, I would think, maybe. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Uh, But it would have been interesting to see exactly what they, like, defined as an older person. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. But a lot of, but I mean, some of the positive connotations were, you know, like, Things around warmth and love and kindness. Yeah. So, like, so that was kind of like strange. I remember even um, when we were in this was like in grade eight, I think. I think it was on grade eight or grade seven. I can't remember. Yeah. But my homeroom teacher's 30th birthday came up, and we were like, oh my God, Mr. Anyway. We, oh my God, yeah. whatever his name is. Him. I was about to out him. Um, uh, we're like, you know, Mr. L, you know, you, you're you turning 30? Like, what the heck? And he's like, 30 is not that old, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he was so offended. Um, but we were like, but that is so old. You know? <laughs> and this is when we were like, I don't know, 13 years old. yeah, You know, so imagine what... To 6 six-year-olds it must seem yeah. like because yeah. um my other nephew my seven-year-old nephew yeah. um you know when my when it was my birthday uh he was like how old are you and we were like um I was like 20 <laughs> and he goes oh okay and he took it at face value <laughs> um that's a lot of conflicting emotions there <laughs> very anxious. <laughs> Just for the record, though, it wasn't me who first said that I was 20. It was his mom. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, Taz. I'm calling you out. (laughs) But I happily accepted that (laughs) That's too funny. Um, Okay, so then let's get back to this other article that we were talking about. So then there are three more um you read a lot of articles by the way I know I do. and I know you keep sending them to me and I'm sorry <laughs> I don't read them but this is good for me because then this way I can just ask you during <laughs> our podcast and then we can just like yeah chat about them even though I. and then you get the unfiltered reaction of what I'm really thinking and feeling. <laughs> yeah it's, it's all authentic here people <laughs> it's real time real time reaction. Um, okay, so then, uh, so going back to the original article um, mm-hmm. about ageist language, um, so the other theme that they were talking about was infantilizing. Oh, infantilizing is that language. like, excuse me, young miss? No. Oh. No, no, no. Actually, it's more like, okay, so one of the... so that wrong? <laughs> I don't like that feeling. <laughs> yeah, so... All right, let's talk about this. So so one of the tweets was, best quote from our mentor, quote, we got married because we could never finish an argument and we still haven't, end quote. A truly adorable and inspiring couple. Oh. Yeah. So it's like, it's that kind of language. Or what a sweet woman. Oh my God, I'm guilty of that. (laughs) I just (laughs) remembered an example where I called an older older than me person very adorable. Yeah. yeah, That's <gasps> exactly what it is. So it's like whenever you call somebody who's like an older who's older than you like cute or adorable or like. I am so guilty of this. <laughs> there is someone I know and um, he's just like and he's self-proclaimed Curmudgeon, yeah. Um, and he'll always be like, "Oh, like you know, like yeah. I'm a curmudgeon, so you know." Yeah. And so I'm, and and I just find it adorable, and I say that all the <laughs> time. And I'll be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> he is so adorable." Yeah. So I am so sorry. <laughs> 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 so sorry language. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So one of the other examples they gave was, "What a sweet woman." I especially love her little winks hashtag here comes trouble so um yeah so this is, these are the kinds of yeah it's essentially treating them that like they're four years old yeah yeah oh that's terrible <laughs> oh my god i am actually cringing at that one because i am very guilty actually this is something i think i that one i definitely will have to be more mindful of because yeah. it is extremely rude <laughs> I mean, not that I intended it to be rude, but it is infantilizing. And I think that's the, that's the thing is that like, nobody does this with intent. It's just, it it comes out of you and you don't realize just the effect that it can have on people. Right. So gosh, things that I'm unlearning today. I know. I know. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I have to unlearn all of this. It's just like, oh, like I clearly have some issues to deal with. So then the other, and I think this, these next themes are like, especially relevant because I feel like. I feel like I have some of these, and I'm sure. I'm sure once I actually explain them to you, a lot of you may feel like you have some of these too. Uh-huh. So one of them is internalized ageism, and so um, yeah. So so one of the quotes is "There's still so much to learn, even at my age." hashtag Always more, always more to learn. Um, and then um, another tweet is, and so this is from one of these students. Talking about what this mentor is saying, so the mentor says. So the mentor is seventy-six years old, and when asked if she considers herself to be old, she says nope, and then continues to refer to the other residents as "quote old people." So, so, so like it's interesting that even you know even once you get older, like you still refuse to be part of that community, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like. And I feel like I do this, right? I do this even in in my forties, where I'm just like, I'm not old. <laughs> I know. Impossible. My other line is, "Who are you calling old?" Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I think that's the problem is that we've internalized this attitude that we're feeding, bad, into, and we're feeding into, feeding into it. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. definitely. Um, it, but it's funny because you're right. Like, I mean, we're constantly. I mean, it, it is. Uh, perpetually feeding into it by like joking about memory loss, um, you know, body aches, senior moments. I mean, you've known me long enough to know that I'm perpetually in, like I have a backache <laughs> perpetually. I'm constantly going for massages. I'm constantly like, you know, like we'll be at like at someone's house, like, you know, and like with my close friends, I'll be like, here, take a hammer, hit me. <laughs> Massage my, you know, my arm. Massage, you know? Um, so I'm constantly in pain. And I think it kills me to think that um, you know, like when I'm even older people are going to be like oh sh- you know she she's always in pain because she's old yeah but it's actually not even true but i've always been in pain yeah <laughs> so um yeah look i don't know what i'm saying well, but no, it's actually, just it's interesting that you say that because on some level because you because we internalize this kind of ageism mm-hmm. in some ways it can kind of backfire for even younger people oh 100% because you know cuz yeah like i mean if you If we're all internalizing ageism and you go to a physician and they have all these internalized attitudes about age, then they're more likely... Well, actually, it could go one of two ways, right? Like, they can downplay somebody's pain when they're older just putting it down to you're just old yeah you're just old and i'll be like excuse me no (laughs) this is because of reason x you know and 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 i've been in pain since i was yeah 26 years old so fix it yeah (laughs) exactly well i mean like or even like what or even for, you know, somebody who's even older than you, yeah. they may just be like, eh, whatever. You know, you're in your 70s. This is what happens, right? Yeah. When really, like, maybe you should be looking into this because it doesn't necessarily have, have to That's happen. That's actually true. Like, yeah, no. Old, right? Yeah. Or the other thing is, is that they may da- downplay your pain at 40 because they may just be like, uh, but you're 40. Like, please. Yeah, <laughs> you don't understand pain. Yeah. Actually, that did happen a little bit, Um, you know, in my 20s, right? Yeah. Um, so when I started having this pain, everyone was dismissive. Like now they're like, well, why didn't you start this treatment earlier? Yeah. Or whatever. And, and I'm like, like but because I, of your colleagues, damn it. Because they always like, didn't recognize the situation. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, but this is like, I kept going yeah. for like appointments and you said, go for a massage. <laughs> You'll get better. There's nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh so yeah, anyway, it's just, uh, but you were right. Um. But all these different, Internalize things like I am really, really guilty of it. Like I think I perpetually feed into it. Like even, even, even my reactions on our birthdays and stuff. Like it is something that where it's coming from a place of, oh, do I really want to get old? I don't. I'm not comfortable. Uh, uh, uh. You know, and and it's all because I think I have these things running in my head that somehow, if I'm getting older, I'll be losing whatever quality. It well, is like, that I'm... Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. I mean, like, in some ways, this entire podcast can be slightly anxious in the sense that, like, we're just... I mean, the, But we're like, trying to work through it. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think that's what it is. Yeah. Like, I mean... And, and at the end of the day, I think, like you said, like, intent is important. Yeah. And, and as long as you're trying and, you know... Yeah. And I think that's what it is. Like, and that's the reason we kind of brought up this article because it's, it's about learning about these mm-hmm. issues, right? And learning about the fact that... We probably carry a lot of internalized (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, the last theme that they mentioned was internalized microaggression. And so that's basically discrimination that communicates hostility, derogatory or negative slights and insults. And so, um, yeah so then uh, so some of these were so, so examples for this tweet it's we don't think of ourselves as old our mind says we're teenagers but our body just slows us down and so that's like from somebody who was yeah, older. Yeah. it's like a quote from the mentor mm-hmm. and then um, so somebody tweeted um, advice on how to keep your practice running smoothly and this is what the mentor said so the older, the older mentor the older mentor said be good listeners but don't let seniors talk for too long what? Yeah. So I mean that that sounds that doesn't even sound microaggression. <laughs> that doesn't sound micro- that just sounds like, like Macro- aggression, <laughs> macroaggression <laughs> over there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So it's really interesting, like um, the language that people can use, even even among members of like their own community, right? Mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's really interesting. No, <laughs> holy crap. So anyway, I think I really want to hear what other people might have. Uh, as examples of, you know, their internalized microaggressions, their internalized monologues or their stereotypes that they've been, yeah. um, that they, that they didn't realize that they use. Yeah. Uh, I'd be curious to hear about that. For sure. So, um, if you are on social media, check us out on Facebook or Instagram, um, or IG handle is, does this make me look old? Same um, with Facebook or email us at, yeah. uh, does this make me look old at gmail.com mm-hmm. and, uh Yeah, we'd love to hear from you about all the stereotypes you're walking around with when it comes to, and the language you use, phrases you use, um, that might be ageist. Yeah, exactly. Or, I don't know, like, just email us to tell us we're being, like, too... We're being too politically correct. (laughs) There is no such thing. (laughs) (laughs) We're just too woke. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, for sure. Just uh, email us or, you know, just get in touch with us and uh, we'll see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.